and we're actually putting all of these episodes on our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, um, so you can go back and listen to them um, later on. But uh, yes, the biggest cast ever at, uh, at Rump Chat. We welcome Justin Rump Shaker Rumford, yeah, myself Hambone, and our good friend from 100X Bull Riding Helmets. A lot of helmets, not just bull riding, deep riding, anything, anything helmets. Mr. Cody McGee. Cody McGee, everybody. And you know what? Not only uh, not only is Cody, you know, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, specialty act. He's drove semi, plank, picked up. Driven uh, he, carriages downtown Kansas City. Like, there is literally nothing Cody McGee has not done in the rodeo business. Except for maybe, have you ever, you never secretary? Actually, I did. Uh, <laughs> Haley would be my witness. When Haley first started, I remember sitting in the hotel room at night, opening her. I learned to have a secretary for Haley. But you didn't actually secretary. I haven't actually secretaried one myself. <laughs> Burn. Yeah, rough okay. chat. Now we got our guest here. I tell you what, it's a beautiful day in Las Vegas. Right here at the BFO 10, BFO day number six, which means we are on Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yes. God. For all of you that have been out here, uh, that have been out in Vegas last week. Most of us are ready to uh, be on to the next one. We're enjoying our time, and it's fun. Look, we're very blessed to have the oh, work. Yeah. We're very blessed to be here. But, you know, like today, days like today, like Trump and I just dropped our wives off at the airport before we got here, and my little boy, my little seven-week-old, Justice. And that just makes it hard when you don't have him. Now we go back to the hotel. Like, I love him, but don't have my family. We and, uh and now it's sad. I, I dropped mine off last night. I get an opportunity. Completely changed. Yeah. And now they're gone. And One, wow. Oh. And you know, I'm sure when they get two, you know, and they're screaming and like terrible twos, and if Whit would leave with, with Gus, be like, bye. Yeah, but that, <laughs> like Gus is in the perfect age where he's so little, even when he cries, it's cute. You know, it's more of like, it's not really a cry. He's cooing and stuff. I'm, I'm, I am literally that. I always made fun of people with, with dogs, right, that have, oh, my, see this, little Sally. You know, I always made fun of people like that. And then our dog, two Jack Russell, I ended up being like that. And then did. the really people who talk about their kids all the time, yeah, that I would be like, oh, that's great, cool. And now me. Look at my son. He's cute as the morning sun. Uh, he's a he is no he uh, is cute. Listen, cute. This is what's cool. This is a uh, I I feel very blessed to have the friends we have. But Bob Tallman came, posted a video, came and held him and kissed him on the forehead, and and Bob is very close to us. He married with. Now uh, we call him Poppy. Cause that's what his grandkids call him. But anyway, so. He came, held him, blah, blah, blah. Um, last night during the rodeo, uh, my seat's down by Keelan Box. And Tuff Cooper and Shane Hansen, they're down there to tie down after they had gone and they're sitting watching. Tuff looked up, kind of waved at me or whatever. The first thing he asked was, made a motion, where's the baby? You know, here's Tuff Cooper during the tie down rope. How far asked And then last night, Donnie Gay was, we were, went back to. We were just having a low night, and uh, 
Donny Gay and Rump, some other friends came over, and uh, you know Donny Gay's hanging out with my son. So it's like seven weeks old, <laughs> just hanging out with legends. I Don- love it. Donny Gay would not hold he a would, baby. Donny does not hold babies, and he would not. Uh, Tammy was supposed to come, or sorry, Terry. Tammy's cutting out again. Yeah, we yeah. got to. I'll, I'll put mother, it right up in the middle of. Got a text. My mother. Said I don't. It. Why it's cutting out? Is the whole audio cutting out? Hey, sunshine, your mic and Cody's. Well, that must be the feed. I don't know why it's clean right here. Yeah. So it's clean coming out of the board. It's got to be in the feed. Sorry, y'all. <sighs> that sucks. Well, but, Big yeah. lift. Yeah. We got closed caption. J-Jack, can you get on that? Thank you. <laughs> but, but back to your point, that, that is rodeo. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what happens. I mean, my, my kids yesterday had the opportunity to sit with Clyde Nelson Cross and pick some oh, things. That's and so awesome. it, it's something that they'll remember the rest of their lives Absolutely. and just the opportunity. But it's more so that that's what most people don't understand about the sport is we're not like the NFL or Major League Baseball or where guys are traded from team to team going from baseball. We all literally go from rodeo to rodeo together. We grew up together. Everybody knows everybody. We know everything about each other. Justin and I have already made a pack. We're not talking about it. Yeah. Um, we just, got we got too much history on that. And, and, uh, <laughs> Come on. Tell a story. I, if you guys don't remember the podcast where I talk about the getting arrested stories, Coach was actually the first guy to arrested with. He was actually the one that sold me Let's out. Let's hear it. Is that the insurance scam? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I didn't sell you out. You sold me he's out. He's the one. Cody got in the car and spilled his guts, and that's how I ended oh, up with Cuff. No, the way the story really goes. Oh, Cody. The, the, Tell the, me. the non-rump is <laughs> that. Uh, so the truth? <laughs> 85% the 80, truth. Yeah. We're not going to get away with a good story. We'll understand that. But <laughs> he sold me out. As I, as I rounded the corner and I saw the look on his face, I knew at that point Justin had just let go of everything. And I don't even remember, it, and it's been a long time ago, I don't remember really what happened or what led up to it beyond the fact we wrecked the motorcycle, went to Dylan's. You wrecked the motorcycle. No, I, yeah, I, I do know I wrecked the motorcycle. I think, if I remember correctly, my spur got stuck in the chain, and I lunged Ouch. forward and I hit the, hit the car. Yeah, but as far why, as the whole arresting, let's get on, past. Let's, you, why would you wear spurs to ride a motorcycle? That's your fault. Take our spurs. We didn't even take our spurs off to go to church. I would ride a motorcycle. Yeah. So back to the pack. We'll we'll be good. I don't remember exactly what led up to it. I just know that when I came back talking with the police officer I was talking to, just had two with him. He had sold me out. Well, you know what? He would be that guy if he was in one interrogation room and you're in the other. Well, our interrogation rooms were cop cars. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, you know, then the cops use the old, you know, oh, your buddy did a, is saying this, he's gonna sell you out. He wouldn't last two seconds. He didn't last. Yeah. Well, so, so, so it, there, there's a lot of truth to that story. There's a, that that story is ninety eight percent truth. It is. It, it, but you know what? We weren't bad kids. We were honry. Looking back now, we were really honry growing up. We did things we probably, but. I, we're all here today, and good things. You know, you look back. Good thing that we live with all of them. No. It's amazing. What else? we got to tell, tell us more rum stories. People, 
people love to hear the stupid stuff. Well, that, that's that one bad stupid. That is one <laughs> bad thing about Cody. It's not uh, Cody and I have been friends for so long. I don't even remember beating Cody. We've just always been buddies, and we've had good times and bad times. Like we've outworked friends uh, at his wedding. I got a little crazy. Had a, yeah, stole a cake beer. I told another story, but ended up in the hotel. Uh, yeah, it doesn't with, matter with the bridesmaids. No, and not no. I'm not saying you were with the bridesmaids. No, I'm no. I, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids stole the keg and then they left. We get back there the next morning and it was left for us to clean up. We left. There's this whole so deal. It was, you know, it was just part of part of the wedding party. Understand? Yeah. But yeah. You no. Know, but we've also, when he says good times and bad times, that's, there's a lot of truth to that. Growing up as kids, you don't think about you don't think about the bad times. You only reflect on the good times, and that's what this rodeo world's about. And we've been able to reflect on a lot of good times over the years. And we spend a lot of nights out here in the evenings after everything's done, and we all go to dinner, and we have we have that family time because once the NFR is over, we kind of all go back to our home bases, and then we see each other down the road, but we don't actually have the opportunity to go to dinner. And and then you know, and, and what's funny is I don't know that we ever tell the same story over and over. No, no, there's enough of them. You know, I, one of my favorite Cody McGee stories is we were back in the Rumford Rodeo days. We, uh, we were going to a rodeo, and uh, this is in July, and the air conditioner in the cab over International goes out. No air conditioner, and in a cab over, you're sitting on the engine, okay? Sitting on the engine, we, we stop at the toll booth, and I look up there. Cody is sweating profusely and has his shirt off behind the old wheel. The, you remember the cab overs? Like, yeah, like people today will never know cab over life. You know what I'm 6, saying? 6,000 degrees in the middle of the summer sitting on top of the motor, oh. running 80 mile an hour down the road with a load full of bucking horses. I mean, that's just what we 50 did. 50 foot steel. Yeah. Straight deck. 30 horses, 29. Oh. Run one up on the back and see if we couldn't get 30. Oh. It was pretty typical of what we did. Just a normal day, but while we're out here, you know, uh, we're actually in the fan zone of BFO and we get to uh, see some of our friends. One of our make a farmer famous from the mayor of Nicholas, California. My buddy Dennis Michael just walked up, everybody. Did did you listen to the Make a Farmer Famous podcast? Cody? Did I? Yeah. I've listened to all of them. Hey Dennis. I have to check I, I check it for its accuracy every week. Hey Dennis. Two vodka OJs, please. So Dennis Michael, he uh he's a big, big farmer. And uh, I rode with him and drank like 38 white claws while he was cutting. We were just talking about that today, Dennis. Dennis. How big is your combine to fit him and you? And you're small, but no, 700 horsepower. That's the Not farmer the answer. Look at him. That's the farmer answer. Where's your pliers you on your about belt? dimensions, and he gives you horsepower. You asked about a, uh, a Justin and Cody story. I'll tell one. And because I, I know it's it's not incriminating to any of us, but uh, one evening uh, I'm trying to think it was Edmond, Oklahoma. I think is where we had to end up. We had the pro rodeo there, and uh, Wrong told Justin and I, "Hey, I need you guys to run to Fort Collins, the Jeromes, and pick up a load of bucking horses." You remember oh, this? Yeah, yeah, remember I do. This? So we uh, we get done working all day and jump in the truck and drive all night to Jerome's house. So we went from Abbeville to Fort Collins, and it's probably. It's probably eight and a half hours, yeah. eight hours, somewhere right in there, seven, eight hours. On the way there, we stopped in Lyman and got a, um, a sandwich at Arby's, and I got a chicken sandwich. This is part of the story. That's why I tell this. 
So we get to Jerome's, we get our horses loaded, and we turn right back around, and we head straight back down. We had to stop in Abbeville and then reload horses and go on to Edmond so we can make it in time for the rodeo. Well, about halfway home, I started getting, I got, I got the, uh, I got salad manila for my chicken sandwich. Ooh. So Which I, was gross. Yeah. So we get to Abbeville, and it's late at night, early in the morning. We finally get there, get loaded, and we had to run into the co-op to get fuel before we left town. And I'm on the back, and I'm throwing up oh. all over the back of the truck. Yummy. It was so gross. So Justin goes inside. He was projectile vomiting, for the record. Like, it, it was, there, there's, yeah, and I really night. was. Thanks, Dennis. So Justin goes inside, and I'm on the back of the truck throwing up, getting fuel, leaves me to do all the work while he goes inside to get a Snickers and a Dr. Pepper, and proceeds to tell all the guys inside that I'd been out drinking all night. <laughs> well, being in Abbeville, it didn't take very long to go the mile and a half down the road to Lola. And before we got to Edmond, the story was that I was out drinking all night, and I was drunk, and we were at the co-op getting fuel. But the worst part of the whole story is, as I got sicker between the three hours to Edmond, O'Rump over here decides that he didn't think I was sick enough and rolls up the windows and locks them on the Dodge. <laughs> so before long, and then he thought, oh, hey, I'm hungry. So he pulls into Sonic and gets a greasy burger uh, and locks the windows. That sounds really good. So the smell is absurd. My stomach is hurting. I just can't stop throwing up. There's other things going out the back window. I had to roll down the window because he wouldn't, he wouldn't can stop. I, can because, I break in on this? Yeah. Cody's like, I'm dying. I'm dying. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, you just, you just got, you just ate something wrong. I'm like, just drink. You know, I was, I give him a Bronco Rumford answer. You're fine. Just get some saltine crackers. Cause that's what Bronco like. <laughs> saltine crackers and a seven up. Yeah. Oh yeah. The you old cure all. That's what, that's what, you know, Hey, my arm just got ripped off by an alligator. Well, where's the saltine crackers? But this is true. So not only did he not stop, it started to come from both ends. Oh, jeez. Oh, so people I were to, trying to eat Pittsburghers. So I had to, he wouldn't stop. Do you know where Justin dropped me off at? I the, don't. The emergency room. Yeah. He had to spend, he had with to a spend, load of bucking horses on. He had to spend three days in the hospital. I, and you know who came and checked on me? Not him. Not him. Kelly Corbin, rodeo judge. That's the only person that came over and checked Turns on me. Turns out Cody had a really, really bad case of salmonella. It had yeah. to be on an IV for three days. And I didn't per, know that's that. That's a true story. As a person that has had E. coli bacteria, oh, it is awful. It's unbelievable. And but, salmonella okay. coli, kind of the same. He, You're just, oh, yeah. Well, and he thought he'd be real cool, and he got Sonic, and he locks the windows because, you know, we had a newer Dodge, and he locks the windows. You puked on his Sonic. Oh, I, uh, you know what, though? You forgot one part of that story, though. What's that? I also stopped through Kingfisher and see my girlfriend on the way there, too. Which one? <laughs> hey. Doesn't matter. Hey, uh, just a little update. Uncle Tommy has joined. Oh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Tommy's, Tommy's online. Is on. Tommy's online. Hey, uh, is the... On our end, I don't know. The audio is fine on our end, uh, so I guess there's somewhere out in live uh, uh, between the tent here and the satellite and your y'all's feed. That at oh Tommy Rumford asked Justin about Kingfisher, Oklahoma. Asked no, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's the story we need to tell on live feed. Nothing bad happened. Uh, Nothing ever good happened. King- Kingfisher, Oklahoma used to be one of the most fun rodeos. Like, you know, Thanks, the, Tate. Tate Stratton said we're good. Thank you, Tate. The, uh, the thing is about Kingfisher, it was an old school rodeo. Like, a lot of the rodeos that we produced, Rumford Rodeo, they were old school rodeos. Like, um, you know, no fancy production. It was just 
like County Fair, Kansas, Oklahoma, rodeos. Kingfisher was the first place where, uh, you know, in that Roger Miller song, uh, Chug a Lug, Chug a Lug, yeah, yeah. when he says, uh, he's talking about his, uh, finagling uncle. Like, <laughs> Uncle Tommy, <laughs> Uncle Tommy loved to get us to a jam. Like, when we were in high school, me and Cody were like, always trying to find somebody to buy us beer. And Uncle Tommy would always like give us, he'd come up fisher with me and Cody. He'd give us an old milk jug full of this red yeah. liquid that Sherry Cross made. Shout she's out, shout out to Sherry she's right a, now. Hopefully she- Sherry is a rump cat listener. But, so Sherry made this special punch and gave it to Tommy. And then Tommy <laughs> gave it to Cody. And I, you know, like when you're 17, you don't understand mixed drinks. So me and Cody, <laughs> yeah. How about mixed drinks in 109 degrees in the middle of the summer? So before the rodeo, I tell <laughs> Cody, I'm like, hey, exactly. we go to Sonic, we get big plastic or big styrofoam cup, and we just fill them full of this magic sauce that Tommy gave us. Me and Cody didn't know our names by the time the train history was going, and my dad's trying to yell us, we got the giggles, and uh, <laughs> this is this is a true story. So we talk about and then Sam. Tommy, then Tommy sold us out. Yeah, sold us out after he got gave going. us the magic. Yeah. He's like, them boys been drinking, Bronco. Hey, what? Bronco, I think them boys are drinking over there. It was so bad, I don't remember, Sam was asleep on the outgate. Yeah. He fell asleep. Like, he drank enough, he was out. Sam Grass? Sam Grass, on the outgate. He wow. fit in right. I've like 19 people passed out the last days out here. So. The only mixed drink, like, back in the day in high school that was like, uh, you know, we uh, punch. Yeah. The Everclear. Everclear. And then you're like, oh, this is so good. You don't even taste anything. And then after two 32-count uh, Casey's cup full, you are well, done. We actually had one even better than that. We had a guy that worked with us on the road every year. You ever hear of Dirty Dave Mass? Dave Bass. So Dave would take Capri Suns from the Dollar General. Dave Bass was a son of a bitch. We loved him for it. He All yeah. he wanted to do was load kind of it cattle, which yeah. is. Weird. So he would take a syringe, fill it up with Andy. vodka, put it in there, and then put a little dot of hot glue over the top. So it's actually, and he would walk around with Capri Sunstands. Never knew that he was. So he gave us, and then we all walked around with Capri Sunstands. We looked like we were being good kids, but really we eat twenty vodka. See, that's like I'm telling you. That reminds me. Just while you all are watching. Program. He goes. I was watching the guy. That guy was. Not worthy to touch. We're not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) We're scum. (laughs) We suck. Oh man, but you know what does suck being out here? The the BFO has been going well, every day. And what the did you see the video from yesterday, Cody? The the dude that tried to do the mercy roll and hung a shirt on a horn. So it's had, I mean, and not even twenty four hours. It's had like quarter million views between uh, all the shares. It is Aaron uh, Morse, right? Or uh, Anthony, yeah. Anthony, what? Anthony. Sorry, Anthony Morse. That was. If you haven't seen it, you'll see it. You know, that that's the reason why Cody and I don't jump bulls. We don't want to hang a shirt. That's not the reason. There's, <laughs> there, there's the thing called gravity, and we don't, we can't, that does not apply to us. I can we, jump. I can jump. You can jump. 
not great, not high, but I can jump. Okay. Oh, is it going back out again? Yeah, I just got a text that said, what hey, is you're the, going. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't know. It's us. good coming from us. It sounds good here. The only thing that's better is the smell of hip burgers right oh, now. Oh, man. No, but this sucks. I'm sorry, y'all. Dang it. I do have to give a shout out. You know, we, we talk about driving trucks, being part of the rodeo business. Tommy is who taught us all how to. Yeah, he did. I mean, Justin's truck driving days for Tommy, my truck driving days because of Tommy. I mean, it just, that was, uh, it, it was out of necessity. He got tired. We got stuck in the behind the wheel. Tommy, uh, he taught me a lot of good truck driving sayings. Like, uh, <laughs> my, mash your motor. Like, we're going 85 mile an hour, and he gets on the speed. Hey, Cody, mash your motor. And, no. you know, when Justin makes that voice, is Tommy probably give a thumbs up to us. That sounds like Tommy. Oz tells Cody to back that truck in there, load those horses, and get a full <laughs> tank of that cat food. So is that where, yeah, is that where you get all, like, uh, we were driving to Omaha last year. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Lee comes from San Angelo to my house in Weatherford, Texas. And then we come up, we picked him up at a, literally a truck stop on the interstate. He's, That's about right. Th- this is the great. So, we pull in, Big Stupid is laying over in the grass. Well, he had laid in a dog turd. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't I, know it until he got up. And then, but did he get in the truck and, like, smear so, it all over so, the truck? No, no. He changed his shirt. Oh. He gets in the truck. We make Jimmy Lee drive because we get 12 packs of uh, gold buckle beer. And go. uh, <laughs> anyway, we're uh, headed, headed north, and every time we pass a green semi, He'd say, go ahead. How about that old green bean machine? And then every time we passed a flatbed trailer with no, with no uh, cargo, he would say, there's a whole truckload of sailboat fuel. Get it? Because it, it's just wind. And then every time, we, and no, then every time the we passed the car hauler, he would say, how about that mobile parking lot? <laughs> this happened. Okay, so what, what, do you say when you, what do you say when you're looking for uh a, a trooper. How about you, Westbound? How you look back there towards Salina? Then he'd say, the, the end of it was always something like, uh, well, it's the Bulldogger over and out, headed up, going to the house, toodaloo. Headed to the bright lights. Oh, yeah. Headed to the bright lights. You know, that's a word you don't use unless you're truck toodaloo. How many people you know that say the word toodaloo for, that doesn't drive? You have to have a CDL to say that. You know that? Well, and, and every time he did it, he would always have his hands out. He'd give the old three-finger shake, you know. Smoke the Marlboro, Marlboro Red cigarette. As he got older in life, though, he switched to Marlboro Light and, and Diet the, Coke. The Wave Light 100. Wave. You want to buy a, a carton of Wave Light 100, $1.15. To, uh, Uncle Tommy's the only guy I know that ever went to McDonald's. This is way back in the, the middle 90s. And we had uh, like a 20-piece McNugget. He would order a 20-piece McNugget, and they'd say, what kind of sauce would you like with that? And he'd say, this is a shaker of salt. Yeah. And they would hand him an entire shaker. You know, if we keep talking about Tommy, he's going to want $1,500. Oh. oh. Well, let's move on to something serious. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, uh, if the feed's still bad, you, y'all on, uh, you can still listen to this on iTunes and Spotify. So you may not be able to see our beautiful faces, but that, we'll get the, the clean. What did you do? It, it fell off of here. Matt, Kate said that uh, 
once the music inside came on, the audio went out. Oh, I don't see, know. somebody really did touch your Check. Okay, so why we're doing that? Serious, Cody. Uh, my brother. My 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 brother says we're that we're just missing Jeff Rector. Jeff probably is watching. Jeff. Actually, Jeff texted me earlier. He hit, he actually hooked me up because there was a really cool picture of Sage taken last night, um, or maybe it was the night before, where this, he was holding his helmet, and uh, Jeff's like, "Hey, such and such is gonna hold of you. Emily's gonna get hold of you." Emily Hilton, another Sydney. No, she's actually a Tabor. Oh, close. It's all, it's all <laughs> Iowa. Kidding. It's all she's Iowa. Not, she's not family, but she's, uh, a, she's, sweet, not family, she's right. a sweet lady. But she got hold of me and said, hey, here's a really good picture. Yeah, definitely can't text this morning. That was uh, actually a really good picture. I want you to, helmet. before we go to the Justin Boots uh, sports medicine update stuff, I want you to tell me 100X helmets, if you guys have watched the NFR, seen the, the bull riders with the cool helmets cody is a part of the group that makes those helmets and and cody has partially helped design them you're the face of 100x uh tell us about 100x bull riding helmets um you know it, it, it really is we we decided that i'm partnered with a guy by the name of chris Welch, who was a 21 year college football coach and we uh we saw a need for these guys and uh we partnered and and we designed and developed the helmet one of the biggest things that we've had to work for, look to, and work forward for was um, our sport is one of those things that we've got to try and prolong as best we can. Right. Uh, not to get too political and too much into the science and those things about, about the helmet. But there are a lot of things that uh, people don't see on the outside of the world, outside world, that our bull riders go through. Um, different than the calf ropers, you know, and shoulders and knees and bulldoggers and those things. Our, our bull riders have been fighting head, head trauma for a long time. Um, it's one of the few things that will shut down a rodeo. If a guy breaks his leg, he gets up and walks out. But if a guy knocks out, we've got to stop the rodeo, and that's where you come in, and you've got to fill that time, and Hambone has to play the music. And, you know, in the background, what they don't see is that we're trying to get the guy out of the arena and, and do those things. And if we can prolong these guys' careers by a better helmet and better protective gear, it's no different than our guys are using, um, you know, better feeds for the horses and the bulls and uh, better saddle pads and those things. And so. We designed and developed a helmet that was directly for the bull riders. It follows their eyes, the contour of their eyes. It's, it's designed for the bullfighters to be able to talk to them, do the holes in the ears, and uh, dissipate energy and all those things. But uh, we're pretty blessed. I think uh, this year we've got nine of the 15 that wear our helmet out here. Uh, there's two that have got it that bounce in and out of it. So 11 of the 15, and uh, we've got some great guys. You know, last night was one of our guys, uh, Dalen Swearingen, won the round. Dalen's a great kid. Finally. Um, Finally yes. stayed on. That's my guy in my league. And I'm telling good you, though, Lord. Wait, watch now. He's going to get tapped off. Well, I hope so. He I mean, you got a kid that think, – think about what we do is in rodeo, and you got a kid that's been to the college national finals this year and won it, then goes on to the PBR finals, goes on to win PBR Canada, and then comes here and makes the NFR. Amongst going to a whole bunch of PRCA rodeos and still making sure he met his college obligation. I mean, there's a lot of people oh, that, yeah. that couldn't keep up with that schedule. And so, yeah, he's beat up and bruised, but he's done a really good job. and. We're pretty excited about seeing him get one road last night, especially for 92 points. So uh, tell, who else, who is, uh, name all the bull riders that you have in 100X helmets. Uh, that are out here. We've got uh, Sage and Trey Kimsey. Boudreaux Campbell goes in and out of it. Uh, Garrett Smith, you know, won the, won the round the other night and made a victory lap carrying the helmet, which is pretty cool to see him do that. You know, I'm going to leave somebody out, but Kobe Radley's been hot this week. Uh, Dalen. Okay, Sage, 
Kobe, Boudreaux. Jordan Pierce has got one. And he goes in and right. out. Some of these guys, you know, we don't ever try and push the helmet on guys. I mean, they, a lot of guys have grown up not having to wear helmets. Now, all of a sudden, they're wearing a helmet. Or they, you know, they see a guy that they want to make sure I'm can. A, but can... I'm going to tell you this about the helmet thing. Dude. <laughs> Sorry. I got to stop you. What? <laughs> Kyle Whitaker says, Hambo needs a helmet for the next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if Kyle Whitaker's taught me anything uh, about the state of Nebraska, there's no way he can beat Hambo. That's right. That's right. If he hits anything like the Huskers, I'll be okay. Nebraska, Five in a row. Iowa have, over Nebraska. Do, do they still have a football team? Five. Five in a row. Yes, we don't have five national championships, but that is over. That is done. I like Kyle Whitaker. He's one I of love my Kyle. favorite dudes. Okay? That's why we give each other crap. Kyle's a witty guy for a steer And, you know, and Kyle Bulldog's great for a senior citizen. You wouldn't think that, but he really does. <laughs> What's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the last time you jumped? I jumped here uh, last year. Last year? No, wait, two years ago. At San Angelo? Is that the last one? Yeah, that was the last you, one. I thought he rode by that one. No, I jumped. No, he jumped. It was just really bad. His he foot, set up. His foot went through the stirrup. Almost died. I don't know how. <laughs> he did it off a of pickup horse. How many Rumford stories do you hear and say, I almost died? But it happened quite a bit. A lot. Um. So, uh, do we do we have our Justin Sports yep. Medicine report? Uh, let me dial that up. Justin Sport, uh, Justin Boots, Justin Sports Medicine Group. So we're giving away awesome um, bunch of people, and we're gonna be, please. Uh, how yeah. Can we, what what do we do for today's boot giveaway? And you'll be contacted by Justin, by the way. Well, let's give away uh, for those who win it. Excuse me. Let's give it away in here. Uh, here in a, here in a minute, we'll get the. You want to do it live? You want to do it here? You want to? Uh, let's do it on our listeners. On yeah, the, the people that are sticking through the audio uh, issues. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, I just saw that. Seth and Wright. I you asked me who was in the helmet. Seth and Wright. Oh um, yeah. Talk about a great family, great kid. Seth's jumped out there and and been a, a survivor, I, a diehard for us. Amen. And I hope he wins the all round. How cool would that be to have a rough stock guy for the first time in twenty? How many I wouldn't years? even know how long. It's... Well, Jesse Bale last one, wasn't he? No, no, he Jesse never Jesse Bale won. never won the all Never won the all No, he mm. never won it. No, he the last close. guy would have been uh, t- would have been Ty. Okay, whoever can comment and say the last year, the last rough stock guy to win the all-round championship of the world in the wins year. a pair at yeah, uh, yeah, uh, wins a uh, pair of Justin boots. Justin boots, standard of the West. Hey, Please. and by the way, they've got this comfort line. I'm telling y'all, for a guy with flat feet, doesn't wear boots unless he's been in steers. Anyway. When's the, la- when's the last time you spun some steers? I saw a video not so long ago. You and I love to rope. You and your brother. I love to rope. My brother's a really good roper. But... Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your brother has like a perfect We're not parking as good spot as in my house. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, the parking lot. He yeah. always tells me, you take him to the airport. Anywho, yeah. uh, let me get to it. Sorry. What'd you say? Luke Coffin, what'd you say? You need us to do something for you, sir. Justin Boot saved my life. <laughs> Are you playing again today, Luke Coffin? Do you want to come talk about the pick for today's BFO? You don't come in here. There's, there's enough room on this bench. No, he's. I don't know. He's gonna sit in my lap. Please do. Why don't? 
slide to one side. This might be your fluke. Luke Kaufman, everybody. Oh, everybody, my. the music you know phenomenon. This is like, a, this is like the, he's a an big double stuffed Oreo now. He's he's like the vanilla kind. There's a lot of love in here right now. Luke Kaufman. It's so much love that the camera guy just had to make sure he, he zoomed back that we're all in here. Luke Kaufman's one of the baddest humans I've ever met in my life, and I'm not saying that because uh, he I'm tells me what person. to do here. You're saying I'm, just I'm not saying. a good person? <laughs> one of the baddest humans. You're one of my favorite humans. Good. Thank you. All right, Luke. Talk to uh, Yeah, we're going to go uh, pull up that email. Let's go over uh, preliminary round day two of the bfo so yeah. uh do you want to give picks each round i want to give my well pick. you're calling the game you're like kirk Herbstreit. you can't give picks i want to i want to give them. the i want to give a pick and then i want uh luke to say what he thinks okay let's start with round one chance, chance mormon. mormon even though chance got me knocked out of sydney iowa i'm picking chance mormon <laughs> never lifts me back up the barrel i shouldn't but i i think that versus tyler washburn i gotta go with chance mormon round one that's yeah that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty solid pick. But Tyler Washburn, though, you got to understand that kid's from Michigan, the home of Andy Burrell. Andy Burrell like has made this kid sleep out here in the tent. They've been like training and doing drills all day. So if I, I want to know. know about growing a gray beard or balding head, I'll ask Andy Burrell. But for now, Chance Mormon, round number two. I'm gonna go with Justin Josie. He had a great fight the other day. Josie's kind of on. His hair looks good. He's having fun. Riley McKittrick, I got to watch him the first round. Seems nervous. Josie, round two. All right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty uh, I don't know about, I don't know what he's doing with the new floppy hat. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring back the old uh, bandy rodeo. Yeah, that was good. Round four, or round three, Toby Inman and Zach Call. Uh, oh. That's going to be a really tough one because both those guys are good. But I'm going to have to go with Zach because. I'm afraid Toby's going to get excited and try to do a front twist tuck and get knocked down. So, that call, round three. Yeah, that one. What about round four? Christopher, Preston Robinson. Oh, man. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm pretty confident on this. I know it's going to be tough. Christopher, North Carolina. Raise, raise up. up. Take your shirt off. Spin twist around, around your head. Spin it like Christopher. I got to go with him. He's North Carolina. I try to find, I, I, I got to get I that I got to cheer for him. Obviously, but Preston Robinson, he's pretty good though. Uh, still, um, he he actually probably put put on the best. And he wears a rump chat sticker. He does, doesn't he? All so, those guys did. Every time they were doing an interview, every one of them had one. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that we kept have, happening. People just keep stopping by one and we are not. Yeah, we are not above slapping our buying our twenty dollars a piece. So, round round number five. Date field. Jamie Clint. Date. Feel the tall, tall fence building, South Dakota, cool cat. Yep. Date feel. He was a little off earlier in the week. He's had some time to think about it. And uh, round five W going to South Dakota. You're dead. Australia with You're the wind. You're supposed to say what? What do they say on college game day? A league corso. Not so fast. Not so Not fast. Not so fast, no, my no, friend. No. I, I think Dayton can win, but I let's. Jamie Clint, kind of the real ever all qualified for the GFO. And uh, past flights we've had here, I think Dane's going to have his first one out. Round number six, Scrawny Brook from Houston versus our home and native land, 
Oak Canada's Aaron Mercer, A. Aaron, A. Aaron. Like Johnny, I got to watch him the other day. He's a great bullfighter, but his legs get going faster than his body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's there's so, not a lot of control. He needs to. If his body, if his brain was more slowed down to his leg, uh, I would go. You know, he great bullfighter, but very technical <laughs> way to put it. If his brain was more slowed down than his legs, well, his brain needs that, to tell. That's his like legs. Justin's mouth and his brain. Well, his brain needs you know, to tell his feet to slow there, down. There's so an fast. herb. There's an herb that is legal in this city that helps your brain helps your brain slow down. Austin knows we're not condoning the use of anything before. No, I'm just I'm not completely saying no. Fighting, Look who's the over there giggling, getting a cheeseburger right now. Yeah, Game Boy munchies. Game Boy. <laughs> well, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to beat Aaron Mercer, dude. He's in good shape. Went and trained with Tuckness. I really wish I was in those Grint sweatpants right now. Wow. Hey, look. Yeah. Those are, Sorry. Those are so <laughs> comfortable. Anyway, let's, uh, so. That's, that's pretty simple. So that, those are the guys, again, they don't, uh, it's just so one round picked, a day. So you basically picked all the favorites. I mean, you, you didn't go with any underdogs. straight away. Oh, no. no, no, Zach Hall's an underdog. He did pick Zach Hall. So. And Zach Hall's literally standing right over there. That's Zach the only Call. reason he picked Zach, I want you to come on camera and smile. I want him to go fight his bull and stay on his feet. Where's Zach? See him the other day spinning around. Break dance. See if he can do that. Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey. Favorite show in the world. Scranton. What? Are you the with Michael Scott? City. Yeah. Yeah. Like- awesome. No, well, you know what? I feel like my picks are pretty on because. I've got to watch pretty much all these guys. and well, um, he got one out of four right day one. Versus the, Reno Rossi Cup. He got one out of four. I think Reno got three out of four. Now, Reno, he don't Reno know Reno didn't come about. back, but he sent Dennis Mike. Thank God. De- did you see Dennis? Dennis the Rice Man. There Look he at is. him. He's over there playing it. Just going to get hammer drunk. Dennis is going to try to make six o'clock Where's tonight. your brand new wife? Yeah, where's Melody? Left her at home. He's at home working. Oh, Look at boys, him. we can. Look at him. So he is Look at him over there, so right where I left her, today. where she needs to be home raising them kittens. Like Dennis, we need to. We could do a whole special of Dennis. We Michael could. Okay, it's so fun to make fun of. You know that Dennis doesn't listen to music in the combine because he says he has to feel the machine. Do you know Dennis also has multiple agricultural crops that. growing on? I've heard farmers <laughs> say that. That's a legit thing. <laughs> You can tell, like, when the, when the machine's not running right. That's a real thing. You know how fast you, okay, I don't know this because in Kansas and Oklahoma, we have wheat. Um, to, to harvest rice, you only drive one mile an hour. You can drink 36 White Claws by the time you fill the grain cart nine times. He, he drank. 12 White Claws from Topeka, Kansas to Auburn, Nebraska. They're good. That's They're not that They're almost as good far. as my other favorite, Gold Buckle Beer. Make your next one. Get, yeah. Gold Buckle. Anywho. All right. Well, thanks, Luke. Hey, I'm I out guess, of here. I got to go to work. I guess this Luke's got to go do stuff. Yeah. Move your ass. Yeah, pretty much. All, All right, All right, brother. Let's get you in before Luke we leave. Luke Kaufman, everybody. The, little... the legend, Luke Kaufman. Um, Cody's I slid back NFR. over, but apparently he wasn't really sitting on much of the seat. Yeah, well, he's skinny. He is. He is uh, not. Okay, so, all right. Did I did I say what year 
they had to say what yeah, year, said, yeah, what and year who and won who the all around because who won the all around because the first answer was actually Shrek. What, was it really? Yeah, Randy Mayer. Yeah, but right, I think I think I said and Jordan Holland. It's not Dan Mortensen. Jordan Holland. Ish. Hey Jordan, <laughs> shut up. Jordan right now is just wishing that Cody would say every after every rump cat. He's like, why didn't you just get him? You so, should have got him. Was it real? Uh, I need. To, uh, did did we have a that, sports med report? Yeah, I do. Hold on. Okay. Let's get to that. Our Justin Sport Medicine. Let's see. Uh, last night, Clayton Sellers suffered a right elbow laceration of the free arm, but he is competing. Ty Brewer, strain um, of the right groin, but he is probable. That's half. That's half Vegas. Uh, Garrett Smith, uh, the night before, had a right low back, uh, low back and pelvis contusion, but hematoma. But he is competing. So they've treated um, as a. Fighting bulls and stuff. I've never met him, but we're friends. Uh, his name's Josh Hilton. Can't pick somebody with your own well, name there. He got the answer right. Oh, okay. But so the two people, okay, you guys got to help me. Stretch was first with Ty Murray. Do they make stretch size? They, I don't know if they have 16. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Larry Bunn was the first to say Ty Murray 98. Larry Pan Mortensen won it in '90. But uh, let Cody McGee from Hunter X Helmets, uh, you pick the winner. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to defer to Hambone on this only because I I want to make a point why we're all here and talking about this. look the look at the stretch it's been 1997 22 years had somebody on the rough stock. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing because now if you go upstairs at, at you know they had over 360 entries in the junior bull riding. There's like 140 entries in the bareback, miniature barebacks, bronc riding. I mean, we're finally at a point, instead of just growing timies, we're growing rough now. World Finals oh. is what started all I of that. I, I, give, I give 100% credit for events. I, we've talked about this before. I said, you are insane. The logistics alone of having all these kids come in and compete is going to at the convention center. Well, I don't you, know if you you've ever tried it, to get I mean, yeah. watching the truck come up the ramp. And I mean, and they've they're made like it work. Four stories in the air. They've got horses and bulls on, and they got to get in and out. And they've made it work. And now yeah. there's a, another deal. We've now got a 
in the running to win the all-around, who not only is a great he's a, I mean, there's saddle bronc riders. It's made the step. That, hey, I'm going to be the bull rider of the family. And he's proven them. And he's really he's good. good. Yeah. He's really he's good. He's great. He's a and good if he'd kid. Won, he's, if, good he'd, if he'd have got here in the bronc riding also, oh. wouldn't even be a contest. Right. So I don't even know who yeah. is in second place. Let me look that up. Uh, how tight that race is, but let's go ahead and make some uh, picks, Cody. I believe it was um, Smith that was coming up in the uh, Schmidt. Caleb Schmidt. Uh, we're gonna go right now. Let's go. Let's, okay, up. let's go with the. Uh, let's go with our bareback riding. Uh, round six. We're gonna go with our pick for tonight. Stand by. Go ahead, Rump. You've got. Do you have it pulled up? Yet? Oh yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure on this pick right here, go, Cody. I'm. That Ben Londo. There you go. Ben Londo. Ben Londo. Yeah. Cal Poly Mustangs are hit rodeo coach. The Cal Poly College Rodeo best has got to rodeo. be the best college rodeo in the country. They put it on the football field. They've got concert. The only thing that make it better is that Ben would pay me to come out and do it. Yeah. Way to go, Ben. Way to ruin it for the kids. Nope. <laughs> my pick, the bareback I'm not riding. Laugh. I'm not laughing, Ben. Tonight, the bareback not riding. Not laughing. Is yeah, he gonna... walked off. Hey, I was trying to do a dramatic Sorry. opening. Tonight, the bareback riding is going to go to Tanner Ross. He's got the big show of the Three Dang. Hills Rodeo Company. This buckle for Who the stock gonna go is with. going back to Bernard, Iowa, Three Hills Rodeo, and Tanner Ross, who is a Three Hills Rodeo kind of guy. You know what I'm That's saying? That's who I was going to go with. Tanner Ross. You? Cody? You know what? There's a lot. This is a really good pit of horses you put on there. I'm looking at this, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go with Casey. Um, get on True Grid of old. That horse, he's consistent. Casey's consistent. Or These are hoppers, though. I mean, they're but, all. But here's the thing. We're at the time of the week where these guys have now got on five head. Their body's getting sore. They're spending more time adjusting sports med. This is the type of horse fits Casey's style. He'll jump out there. Going with Casey. Uh, I... I'm going to go with Tilden. I, 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 that was my... Uh, Tilden's really coming on. He rode the world champion... Virgil last night, like a man, rides a bucking horse. That horse is strong, and Tilden handled him every jump, and this ain't no angel. Is That's a, a solid pick, though. He's going to – yeah, he's going to growl out. All out. All right, bronc ride. Bronc ride. Uh, the bronc ride, uh, I got to go with my – my buddy Zeke Thurston. Zeke is kicking butt. Zeke is on fire. He's got rage from the butler and son. That is a great bucking horse. Zeke's riding good. And this pin of hoppers like New City Sioux and them that are just pretty hopper-esque. Uh, rage is a little bit more of a bucker. So Zeke Thurston on the butler and son tonight for the W. Mm. Go ahead, Cody. I, I, I'm actually going to go with Rusty. Rusty's got a horse of Frontiers, Crossfire. I, Rusty, again. Or day six, go back to it. Guys are tired. Guys are sore. Got a good horse. Crawl. Get it um, marked out. He's going to be on the money. I'm not going to lie. I've got an insider, y'all. Oh, i got an insider yeah. from Colorado. Terry G. Shaw's helping me. Uh, he says, ooh, yeah. I hate he says Brody Cress on Alpha Dog. Um, that Alpha Dog does buck. Well, Greeley Hat works Alpha Dog. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to. Hmm. That's so your pick. 
Uh, I'm going to go, you know what, Chase Brooks on the Birch Horse, Maria Bartiramo, the Fox News analyst. Mm. She's awesome. Adeline yeah. Equine. And Matt Birch, I miss you. I want to throw that out there. Bull riding. Got to go to the page, then go to round six. Going back and forth. Goes back and forth. Okay, here we go. Got a hole. All right, I'm gonna start it off. Um, I think tonight. Okay, this is gonna sound crazy, but here this is right. Great Kimsey's kind of had a rough go, starting off with first NFR. He's got shooting stars of Butler Bull. Trey lives right down the road from the Butlers. He goes to all their circuit rodeos. He knows their bulls. He rides great at Butler Rodeos. And I, I think Trey is going to get his first NFR win on shooting stars from the Butlers. And I'm pulling for Trey. He's on my fantasy team. He's a good kid. And I'm just, I just need Trey to start kicking some butt and tonight start. Dalen had his night last night. Tonight's Trey Kimsey night. I, I'm actually going to go with Dalen. Um, he's getting on a bull of Big Jake, Hilo. Uh, real downhorn speckle bull. Yeah, that bull right was out there. once already, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he's always better on the second trip. Dalen's tapped off 92 points last night. He's feeling good. He's been sore all week. Again, been through the gamut the last three months. I'm going Big Jake, which, by the way, I believe is a Missouri Kansas bull from right there south. So, oh, right, right on. Yeah. Sage. Uh, yeah. Oh, Shut look at that right bird. there. So, done, we're, we're going to we'll figure out what's exactly. This is amazing. And you have to pick Hunter Cure in all time. Yeah, Hunter Cure is going to win the barrel racing, tie down, team roping. Joe Beaver's supposed to be here Saturday, but <laughs> Joe Beaver is a very busy man. He's kind of like a fart in the wind. You never know where he's going to blow. All right, so let's hear your pick. So mine's Sage Steel. Risky business of Sammy's. I'm picking the underdog, huh, Hambone? Why would you ever pick against Sage Kimsey? You know, I mean, I, if you we, ever go with the average, you're going to win. On the way over today, my partner and I, and Sage is one of those guys that wears our helmet and been a diehard. And um, you know, you see Sage, they call us and say, "Hey, this kid needs a helmet." And 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 so we try and do as much as we can with Sage. Again, great kid. Justin and I grew up with that whole family and uh, lots of the Oklahoma Kansas rodeos with Ted when we were kids. So Papa Ted is one of those guys to us. But what I want to say about Sage is Sage is in the zone. We talked. We talked about it. You know, Sage has to sign a lot of autographs and go to a lot of things every day. It's lots of time frames, and yet still shows up to ride bulls tonight. And I think that shows a true testament of who he is. He loves riding bulls. He's he a does. Good kid. He's a great guy, and I think that's a true testament. When you get this far into the week, when you spend four hours over at the convention center signing autographs, when there's 30,000 people walking by, and you never see him not get up, shake his hand, or tip his hat to somebody, and then take the time to walk off. I mean, you'll see him go to leave, and he's still stopping and signing autographs and doing things. Sage is a great, great guy. Um, it's hard to bet against your right. Who, who do you like better, Sage Kimsey or his brother-in-law, Will Kimsey? Well, oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if Will Kimsey could pick up like Jeff Rector, it'd definitely be Will. Oh. All right. On that note, yep, that's a, time. <laughs> that ends day six. We got some live music coming up here at the Bullfighters only. Don't forget, come see me. Come Last man.